don't need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look. Be your own interior designer with big design, small budget. Here's your host, Betsy Helmuth. Guys, this week we had another amazing Facebook Live event on Affordable Interior Designs page. You can catch it live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, or you can catch my audio recorded version here on the podcast. So I hope you guys enjoy. This was a very special one for me, and uh, I hope you learn a lot and have a great week. Hi, everybody. My week is out of control. Is it always out of control? Do I say this at the top of every Facebook Live? Well, we are so busy. I've got this big event coming up this weekend, a two-floor penthouse party for a big jewelry launch, and that should be exciting, but then I'm also working on so many other projects, including a um, family home for a wonderful client of mine who's worked with me about 10 times on the Upper West Side. We're constantly tweaking, evolving. She wants to change out things and incorporate new things. And uh, it's always so fun to watch my clients evolve over time. I think we first started working together, I don't know, seven years ago. And it's been really nice to see her son grow, to see her evolve and change and buy this fabulous apartment. And then to be able to work with her on it is just, it's like picking up right where you left off. It's like riding a bike or talking with a fabulous friend and just getting to start all over again. And then what did I do yesterday morning? Oh my gosh, it's all a blur. But I had another client yesterday morning and you just, you just keep going. But uh, luckily today, I have today to incubate do taxes, strategize, and of course answer phone calls and have an amazing Facebook Live where I get to answer your questions. And um, there we go. So let me dive right in because I've gotten some awesome mail this week, including one piece of email that really touched me. I've been having a really hard 2018. It has been so busy and a little bit chaotic and you know I'm feeling fine about it it's just been hard to get my footing and to kind of step back because I've been in it and so to get emails from people who like my content or appreciate content because you know when you put this stuff out there when you put out a Facebook live event or when you put out a podcast or even a book you don't really hear about the impact. Certainly some people write reviews, which I love and I'm very appreciative for, and some people comment, which really makes my day, and some people ask questions, which is always thrilling, and you know my favorite type of questions are live questions, so keep them coming. But you don't recognize the scope of your impact because especially with something like a podcast, the stats are very limited. And so this week I got this email and it just really touched me and it really summarizes exactly why I do what I do. So I wanted to share it with you because it's the epitome of why I'm an interior designer. It's not because I like picking out throw pillows. It's so much deeper than that. So Jody wrote me this week and she wrote, Betsy, my two young daughters and I will soon be moving into a rental and starting fresh after a separation from their dad. And I mean literally starting anew as we do not have any furnishings other than a couple of Ikea bedroom pieces. It has been a rough transition for sure, but I just had to let you know how your podcast has been helping them get really excited about moving into a new home. We've been listening to your podcast in the car. Yes, the girls love it as much as I do. And my daughter asked if we could get your book. Well, it arrived in the mail today. My six-year-old swiped it up and started looking through it. Here's what she said. 
Ooh, I love this and this. Oh, and this. Okay, can I just say something? This book goes right to my heart. She then cuddled up with the book for a while, asked me what a budget is, and asked if we could take your budget quiz together. It was so cute. It means so much to me to know that at this really difficult time for them, I get to see them getting excited about the design for their new home, and it's making this transition easier on all of us. So thank you for bringing a little light and joy to our family, not to mention teaching my six-year-old. Oh my gosh, I'm tearing up again. About budgeting and design. With gratitude, Jody. And seriously, you know, I remember being that six-year-old who lived in a house and would get excited about the smallest things because it really is those small things that make such a big difference. And to hear that it's affecting other generations, to hear that it's improving the life. You'll need to connect oh. to the internet first. Oh my gosh, Siri, please don't interrupt me. I don't even know why she turned on. She was also moved by that email. But it just, it's super meaningful because I do think that um, interior design can change your life and can change your perspective when you're in a bad situation. It can give you something to look forward to. It can give you something exciting to come home to. So Jody, I'm so glad I could do that for you and your daughters. And um, you've inspired me to do another year of podcasting and Facebook living. And speaking of inspiration, I see Kara has written me with a question. Yay, live questions. So Kara wrote, Betsy, I have a question about wall color. I'll be transforming a room in our house to be a piano studio. It will have a keyboard and a desk, so black, white, and the floor is beige carpet. I would like to do accents of turquoise. The room is north-facing. Would you recommend painting the wall a neutral, such as pale oak, blue, such as palladium blue, or a different color altogether? Well, this is interesting. So you've got wall-to-wall -wall carpeting, it sounds like. So you can't add an accent rug to bring in pattern and color. And the piano, I'm not sure if it's an upright or if it is a grand or baby grand, but that's going to be a big visual element in the room. And it's typically a neutral. I think you've probably mentioned that it's black. So that is a big element in there. And I imagine since it's a piano studio that it's a relatively small room. Oh, but you mentioned it's a keyboard. Hmm. Well, the, the question is, do you want to draw attention to this room? Because painting it a color like Palladian Blue, which is kind of this beautiful mid-tone green blue, but painting it that color will really draw attention to the room and make it somewhat of a little jewel box or a focal point because I imagine the rest of the rooms adjacent to it are neutral. So in that case, I would want you to really make it special looking. You know, I hope that keyboard has a beautiful stand because some keyboards are not cute. I hope that you have nice art lined up for these walls, that you have interesting lighting, and that you are planning on maybe even entertaining a little bit in here, bringing people in to listen to a song. Uh, if it's more of just a functional room, if the keyboard is not that cute, if there's not room for additional seating, if it's not going to be part of your home's tour, you know, one of those feature rooms that you're like, you have to check out my piano studio, well, then you'll probably want to keep it neutral because that way you can add other elements to the room, like interesting artwork that adds some visual appeal, but again, don't make it a focal point or a feature room that really stands apart from the other spaces. Rather, as a lesser 
important room or as a room of lesser importance, excuse me, having it be neutral will just help it to blend with the other zones. So Kara, I hope that helps. And uh, if there are no other live questions, I'm going to hop back to my list of questions that came in this week because I love it. It is long. All right. So my next question came from somebody else who is also separating from their husband and moving into a new space. So this question comes from Jenny. Jenny writes, Betsy, I'm 99.9% sure I'll be moving and getting a new place. That said, if I do, I will want to take most of the current furniture we have. Or I'm sorry, she said, I will not want to take most of the current furniture we have. I do not want to spend a ton of money. I want good stuff, but will not go to the high-end designer route that we have gone in the past. I need a few basic things. I need a sofa, armchairs, and then I need a new bed frame and dresser and chairs for around the kitchen table. I wanted to see where you are currently shopping and anything that you would share about the above items. Thanks. All right. So you mentioned looking for a sofa. And my favorite places to look for a sofa that's not too, too expensive or anything near a high-end designer price point would be Macy's and Room and Board. So those are my personal go-tos when I was shopping for a new sofa. I head right to Macy's first because they have a mix and you really want to sit on these items and try them out. But their mid-level price points really yield some high-quality sofas. The super cheap sofas tend to feel like a super cheap experience, but anything mid-level or high would be a nice quality sofa for you if you can find a style you're into. Room and Board has much more evolved and designerly styles, but the price point is going to be double or triple. That being said, it might be worth it for you, especially since you're used to working with a high-end designer, to splurge a little bit on this item. And a room and board sofa is going to set you back about $1,700 to $2,700. In terms of armchairs, I would look at West Elm. I would look at Wayfair or World Market. I think they have beautiful options. And you can really make this piece more of a statement piece and less of a legacy piece. You know, this piece does not have to move with you to every space. It does not have to be passed down to your children. It can be a fun pop of color or an exciting pattern or just something that's semi-comfortable that, you know, you spend not upwards of, well, just don't exceed $800 is basically what I'm trying to get at. In terms of a new bed frame, Even if you have a higher budget, I think you can find great quality options at Overstock, Wayfair, and Hayneedle. I was willing to spend a little bit more when we moved into our forever home on my bed frame because we were getting a king and I was very excited. So I looked at Restoration. I looked at Crate and Barrel. I looked at places that are more high-end like Pottery Barn. But I settled on an amazing option from Wayfair that's upholstered and has tufting and we love it love it. I paid, I think, $700, whereas I would have easily paid $1,700 at any of those other stores I mentioned. In terms of a dresser, you do need to go good quality. You do need to spend a little bit more. So for a dresser, I would be looking at places like Restoration Hardware, Pottery Barn. And again, I go back to Macy's because if you can get down with their styles, because their look is not for everyone, it tends to be more transitional. Um, or maybe somewhat contemporary. But if you want something more interesting, Restoration Hardware certainly will have a beautiful selection and the quality is there. In terms of chairs for around a dining table, 
I'm open as to whether you splurge or save. You know, if you splurge, then you might as well go for something that's leather. So that way you can wipe it off because I happen to know you and happen to know that you have a couple of children ages, I don't know, 7 to 11. So um, so go for something leather, go for something wipeable and something that will last you for a while. But if you want to have more fun with the dining table, if you're eating there just for meals but not for you know, dinner parties, then I would consider doing something wooden or even metal from a place like West Elm or Pier One or Target. They have amazing options that are really cute and could really add a little visual wow to the dining table, even though they may not be as comfortable as leather. Now, I'm even open to you going for pleather from a place like World Market or hay needle. But when you go for pleather, know that again, it's not that legacy piece. I love how wipeable it is, but it may not feel luxe. So uh, those are my top tips for the items you're looking for, Jenny. If you're looking for other things, feel free to write in again. I would be happy to help some more. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. Do you wish you had all my top interior design advice at your fingertips? Well, you can. I have a hardcover interior design book called Big Design, Small Budget by yours truly, Betsy Helmuth. You can get your copy at affordableinteriordesign.com. Just click on the media tab and then head over to our book. There you will find it for $19.95. That's $5 off the retail price at any bookstore near you. Additionally, if you use promo code podcast, you'll get 15% off your entire order. Let me know when you place your order. I'd be happy to sign it for you. So once again, head over to affordableinteriordesign.com, click on the media tab, look for our book, and buy it at the low, low sale price of $19.95, plus of course, 15% off using promo code podcast. Happy reading. So my last question, let's see, let's see. Okay, here it is. Betsy, I enjoy your podcast and wonder if you can help us with our design direction. We are downsizing from 3,500 square feet to 1,000 square feet to gain land and a barn. The workout room, creative space, woodworking shop, etc. will be in the barn. The inside of the house is typical outdated three-bedroom ranch on a hill with a walkout basement, half of which is the garage, and it is a true rectangular box in footprint. We aren't sure how to decide on renovating the space we have, house and heated, semi-finished, non-animal barn, or if we want to add 1,000 to 1,500 square feet to the house. We need a good designer to create the 1,000 square foot small living option, I think, so we can see how it would work. The barn affords us another 2,500 to 3,000 square feet for play space. Any ideas on designing a small functional space help? Okay, so here we go, Melissa. One thing that you want to think about with this build-out, the first thing maybe that you want to think about is how long are you going to be in this space? So in the house with the land and the barn. How long will you be here? Because renovations equal big money. And so you want to be doing something that's either perfect for your lifestyle and you're going to be there for 7 to 10 years and it's completely custom and tailored to what you're wanting to do in the space. If you're going to be there less than 7 years, you have to think about what other people are going to want to do in this space. 
For instance, other people may not value that workout area or other people may not want to leave their house to walk to a play space or if they have young children, they may not want to put the play area in the barn because it's too far from the main house or the kids don't want to play that far away from their parents. So you have to think about that question first because resale value will be highly impacted based on what you're doing. But Anything that you do that you sit on for seven years will be outdated. So seven to ten years is kind of the tipping point at which no matter what you've done, people will want to redo it. So think about that when you're thinking about what you're going to do with these spaces. The other thing is thinking about the barn not being attached. Now, I don't know where you're located, but if it gets cold in the winter, you mentioned it's only semi-heated. So this may just be a destination spot, a spot that's good some of the year, but not all the year. For instance, you know, if I was going to use this, you had mentioned as a creative space, as a place to make crafts, well, I'd want to be warm. And I'm not sure I'd want to trudge out in the snow to go make crafts. I think I'd wind up just doing it at the dining table. So you want to think about how far the barn is away from the house and what would make it more of that destination. I feel like, of course, woodworking. And I also think working out would be something that you'd feel open to, maybe even would be better further away because you could blast the music, you could blast the buzz saws. So those things I think organically would fit in that barn. I'm less excited about any kind of play space depending on the age of your kids. And I'm less excited about that crafting area just because of potentially the hike and the fact that it's not heated. So, you know, if I was going to make something big, uh, I don't know if I'd want to be out there just sitting at a chair. I'd need to be moving in order to stay warm. So Melissa, I know this is just kind of an overview. I know you may have some more specific questions, but now based on this information, you can write me back and let me know, yes, Betsy, we're going to be here 10 years. No, Betsy, we live in Florida where it's never that cold. You know, keep me posted, answer my questions, and I'll be able to help you more specifically. So guys, it is such a pleasure. Kara, I'm going to have to get to your next question next week, but I love it. How do you make a space more sophisticated? I have thoughts, and I'm going to share them all with you on Wednesday at next week, next week's, oh my gosh, tongue twisters, Facebook Live at 4 p.m. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for telling me how my podcast, how my Facebook Live events, how my books have impacted your life. As you can see, I was like a crying mess this weekend over Jody's letter. And um, it really helps to keep a content creator going when they know that it's, you know, creating good in this world. A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MBCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.